Hey guys. Hi. Your throat just burped. Yeah. It's Larray and Shamian. And we're back. We're back with another episode of Black Queer and Dun Dun Dun. Dun Dun Dun. Hallelujah. <laughs> I keep smacking my teeth because um that uh, Tillamook extra sharp cheese you brought me. That's why I was going to tell you a second ago when I was like, I fucks with you because... The cheese, because I bring you cheese. Because you bring me cheese. Damn. And it was good. I want another piece. It makes my... my Oh, I said my mouth. My, my mouth kind of water because it's so good. Yeah. So good. It's yummy. I was going to get into like... You know, I always say this week the dot 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 stands for, but I feel like I don't really have a title yet. I just really wanted to talk about or get into this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a two parter. Okay. Like, not two parter, but uh, I don't know what the words I'm trying to like, I'm trying to language right now. <laughs> Can't. We've had a long weekend, but it was such a good weekend. Mm-hmm. And so when I say two-part, I mean, I want to talk about, like, Brown Winery and how much fun we had there with all the so other queers. Fun. So much fun. Um, but then on the other part of it, I want to talk about, we got to spend, excuse me, some um, intimate time together. Like, I'm not saying intimacy, but, like, just mm-hmm. the two of us. Mm-hmm. Not like family time, and we love family time, but we got to adult, Mm -hmm. um, and it was such a healthy weekend. And when I say healthy weekend, it was just like, you know, everything just kind of flowed naturally. It was like, oh, want to get up and go to breakfast? Yeah, let's get up and go to breakfast. Mm Want to go to the outlets? Let's go to the outlets. It wasn't, and not saying like, Every time we do something, there's disagreements. It was just so healthy and like natural. It was just so nice. Yeah. It was you know, really nice. like the whole weekend just flowed so nicely. And I think we are planners. We always plan. And so it was nice to get up and like we talked about going to the outlets and maybe going to the movies. And, but there was no solid plan because we also could have just gotten up and gone home. Mm-hmm. And my parents could have met us to, you know, bring Jasmine or whatever. But we kind of went with the flow, but everything was like in agreement. You know, we talked about it and we agreed on it and we went with it. But it wasn't our normal of like, is it on the calendar? Was it planned? We didn't talk about that. So we're not doing it. It was just really nice to kind of adult and go with the flow and, you know, see what happens. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. It's good times. It was. You don't have anything else? <laughs> no. Well, then this is not going to be a very long conversation if I'm talking to myself. No, I thought you were going to get into the details of what what you want to talk about. I wanted to talk about that, but also um, Brown yeah. Winery. We went to Brown Winery this weekend. I'm going to smack a lot, you guys. I'm sorry. Because I'm drinking at the same time. <laughs> but you don't have to smack, though. No, it's not on purpose. It's a natural reaction because it's sweet. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So anyway, uh, we went to Brown Winery, which is, ow, 
it's so much happening to me right now. <laughs> Shamian's sitting there still, and I'm like hitting my arm. And obviously, we She's need better studio tonight. space. I am struggling tonight because I'm tired and I just got done with homework. And anyway, we went to Brown Winery this weekend, and Brown Winery is. A, um, there's so many wineries in Napa because that's what Napa is known for. It's wine country, mm-hmm. but they are black owned yes, and operated. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful. So nice. Elegant. It is. Mm-hmm. It's elegant and it's nice. But um, Shamian and I had gone before during the week and it was very intimate, very quiet. And yep. then we went yesterday it and it was packed. But I mean, full, and there was like white folks there too, but it was mostly black folk. And to the point, I mean, everybody was loud and talk. it was just beautiful. When you go in the bathroom, they have uh, Bay Area kind of like legends on the wall, but the wallpaper, and it's wallpaper, but the wallpaper is, it looks vintage, but on it you see like, um, what's his name? Mac Dre. Yep. You see... Joe Montana, (laughs) Dennis Richmond. And if you lived in the Bay Area, you know know. who Dennis Richmond is. If you're Mm -hmm. not from the Bay Area, you probably don't know know. who he is. And that's part of the charm of it. Yeah. So it's all people. It has E40 on it and too short. Like it's really dope. Yeah. Yeah, It's so Bay Area. Um, And then it also has, when you walk down the hallway, it has books um, for sale that Mm -hmm. are by black authors. Yeah. There's a few things, books and T-shirts. Yes, there are a few things that and are that say like Brown Winery, but this like the yeah, books are from the books, yeah, different black authors. It's beautiful, um, but the highlight was was the fact that we were there with, I think, let's see, one, two, three, four other black lesbian or queer couples. Was it four? Mm-hmm. Including us. So we're, it was five total, ten people. Yes, you're mm-hmm. right. You're right. And that was an amazing experience uh, because it's not very often where we get to be around people who are so like us that we become the majority, right? It's like Black and queer. Right. Yeah. And that there's no explaining. There's just... It's um, it's hard to explain. Uh, it, it sort of feels like uh, how am I trying to what am I trying to say here? I think some people take for granted what it feels like to be a part of quote unquote normativity, right? So you walk out in the world, you see people who look like you. Yeah, I think for some folks that's the norm, but for us, this space that we created. It was like flipping the norm on its end. Like we became, right? We were the majority, quote unquote, in the space. There was a lot of us. We were really comfortable. You know what I mean? It just, it felt like I could totally relax around my folks. Yeah. You know? And you did. Yes. Maybe I got too relaxed. (laughs) No, you weren't too relaxed though. I even heard people saying like, we really got to know you tonight. Like we really got to know Shamian. And that's a great thing. Yeah. You're a wonderful person to know. So it's oh, great that people, are, you know, get a chance to know you. And they, 
people know you as like, oh, this minister and Reverend Shemian, and but also that you're quiet most of the time or you look yeah. serious most of right. the time. Yes. And that's what I heard a lot of. Me and too. so the fact that people got to know you and know that um, I can be very silly and uh, Yeah. Yeah. It surprised some folks. But in in a way, in a good way. Like yes. I feel like we really created community. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. And it was a way to get to know people, not just people getting to know you or us, but um really getting to know the group of people that we were with, because we all go to church together. We all go to the same church. And sometimes when people think of like, oh, getting together with church folk, it's like, oh, your church group. <laughs> I would never call it a church yeah, we, group. Yeah. It's, we all just happen to go to the same church. Exactly. Um, but we're and, real folk. Like, yes. And we had some real conversations. Real conversations. <laughs> it's, yes. it's this, to me, it was the same conversations that a lot of, um, you all right? Yeah, I'm sorry. When I said yeah, straps in like that. Coughing a little bit. I'm still recovering oh, from an illness. I'm sorry. No, it to me reminded me of the conversations that um like when I used to play straight, it's the same conversations that straight folk have, but it's like cliche when, you know, when queer folk do it because we're already over sexualized as though like that's all we do is have sex, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I feel like we we get we're doing the same thing that every other normal person does. Not normal, because what is normal, right? But every and other person normal. does. Yeah. We are normal. I know what you mean. I'm not. Well. I'm weird. But we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're doing the same thing that every other person does. But it's like we are now finding community and it's more comfortable to do it. Yeah. And so that was fun. We got to really so be fun. ourselves and talk yeah. about anything and everything. Yep. And get to know each other as well. Because one thing that I heard from a couple people... To, towards you was oh I know you like I, I I you know that I know you because I've known you for years mm-hmm. but in reality they've been really you you've been around each that. other for years but yeah you guys didn't it's really different. know each other yeah so it was that that intimate relationship not intimacy but that intimate relationship of mm-hmm. we're outside of church and we get to mm-hmm. talk you know across the table and not feel like the Bible sitting in the middle because sometimes people feel like I got to be extra holy and sanctified and I can't say this or can't say that. Everybody was just being themselves. Yeah, And the divine was there. Yes. The divine is everywhere. But I'm saying sometimes when people are in a church setting, they feel like I can't say certain things. Okay. So being there really made me think, um, this is what it made me think of. I was thinking about the experience being there and how great it felt. And part of me, we almost went to Southern California. Well, we we didn't almost go, but we had talked about it because one of my besties was doing a show. And I was like, mm-hmm. we should go. But we had already made this commitment to go wine tasting. And I was like, oh, well, it'll be fun. Or we don't know if it'll be fun, but, you know, it might be fun. But we're not sure because we know these people, but we don't really know them as well as we, you know. And so I was like, but I know my bestie and that that would be great. That would be fun. And so I kind of underestimated how I underestimated how much fun we could really have. And the whole idea of um, I know we talked about it in, in another episode of community and when we talked about that episode, in that episode, we talked about community as a whole. Um, and this is also community, but this is 
community with people who you already associate with. Mm-hmm. And I kind of underestimated that, like the the relationships that could be built on that. And so it made me think of, is it important to be around people who are like you? Yeah, I know we're kind of taught like, you know, make friends with everyone, which is great, right? Mm-hmm. But how important is it for you to be around, like if you're black and queer, or if you're just black, or if you're just, you know, queer? I hope if you're queer, you're not just queer. You have some sort of cultural reference. But um, how important is it for you to be around other black folk or other queer folk? It, and that made me immediately think of a friend of mine who has um, her daughter is queer. And do you, I don't know if you remember this at our housewarming. And she was saying her daughter's younger, oh. a lot younger than me. And she was saying... So, yeah. My daughter and her partner, they don't have um, LGBTQ friends, or maybe they Mm. do, but not a lot of them, because they're in a different generation where they feel like their generation just kind of embraces everyone. Mm -hmm. So it's not really important to them that they have have um, just queer identified friends. Mm -hmm. And that... To me, and that's fine because the younger generation is a little different where they're kind of like everything is very fluid, which is great, right? Mm -hmm. But I feel like my most of the people my age, they are not fluid and they're not, they don't really, if they are not queer, they don't really understand some of the things that we go through as a queer couple. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay, too, so they can learn from us, but that makes it even more important for us to have queer friends. Yeah. I think it's, um, it's really important if you're in a minority to seek out community, mm-hmm. you know, because more often than not, you're roaming about in a world where you don't, you don't interact with people like you often. And so it's good to get plugged in and get that energy that you need just from sitting across from somebody that looks like you, which is part of what I was saying earlier is that some people don't even have to ever think about this because a world was created for them. You know what I mean? So they see people like them all the time. It's nothing. But for folks like us who are black and queer, it was incredibly healing for me to be in a space with other Excuse me, I'm going to be coughing here and there. Don't. Still recovering. Stop. Uh, Just kidding. For us, is uh, (laughs) (laughs) still, it was incredibly healing uh, for me to be in a space with black, queer lesbians. And then I don't know if they all identify as lesbians, but, you know. They were black and queer. We do know that. And women identified, yeah. And in relationship. Yes. All of that was, every part of that was important. And it was great. Yes. It made for a really dynamic outing and experience from beginning to end. What I loved about that, too, is because we all look different, right? Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like a bunch of femmes at a table or a bunch of, you know, masculine identified. It was very mixed. And and it was also we weren't all the same age, you know, like... Some are in their 30s, some are in their 40s, and Mm -hmm. some are in their, like, younger 50s. And 
I loved that. Yeah, I think younger fifties. I'm. I don't want to like second guess people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or age people. But I loved that. um, Like we all are pretty much different. We all do different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just so much fun. Yeah, so much fun, and it it honestly reminded me of the need for. like closer community because I do realize <coughs> I'm gonna let her finish. <coughs> you need a cough drop? <coughs> Friend. We should just remix this, like have me coughing and then like <laughs> remix. <coughs> Black queer. <coughs> anyway. I wish you guys could see the way she's <laughs> bouncing to her cough Soulful. though. I was fine before, but I know I haven't heard talking. you cough all night until yeah, now. Just talking, and now I'm a little bit congested. Oh yeah. Lord! Well, you Ooh, got Lord, ten Lord. minutes left. <laughs> 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 hold out, <laughs> Jesus! Help it out. Yeah. Hold out. Um. Anyway, we have we both have friends. Like I have very close friends. I have about hmm, one just passed away. Uh, but I have about uh, about four, four or five, no, five. Let me see. SRT, Litty, Tony, Kenya, Shantae. That's about five, five um, very close friends. And I have. Oh, I feel like I got more because I'm like, okay, Q. So it's, no, it's not a lot. I have. Friends, and then I have close friends. Um, Few close friends, a lot of friends. And but I wouldn't even say a lot of friends. I would say a lot of acquaintances because of what I've like music business and stuff has introduced me to a lot of people and a lot of people that I respect and that I actually can say that I love and that you know I see and I talk to, um, but you know. We don't know much about each other or I don't know much, you know, things like that. So I have a handful of very close friends and then I have people that I love and respect. And then I have people that it's like, oh, hey, I actually really like them, that type of thing. But my close, close friends, um, there's only like one of them that's queer. And that's Asati. <laughs> there's like one <laughs> there's yeah. one that's great and then she moved away fucking right. Asati who's about yeah. to edit this um, <laughs> then there's she moved away and so I it's it's I don't think I ever really thought about like I always mm-hmm. think about black friends or people of color friends I right. do think about that because I feel like I want somebody to associate with on at least one of the levels right and I, so I always think about um, if I can't have all of the things that the box is checked off, you know, what can I get? <clears throat> <sighs> I can't do anything but laugh at this point because it's real life, you know. You mess with my over, thought process, though. But I'm trying to recover from illness. I mean, it's the real deal. You say illness, though, like you had um, pneumonia. What? <laughs> you had a cold. <laughs> That's still God illness, bless. Right? God bless. That's I'm, still, I'm rubbing her heart. Thank you for your warm lungs. sentiment around my illness. I so appreciate it. Bless her, Jesus. <laughs> Come on, y'all extend your hands. 
No one the, can uh, see my facial through the podcast. Now, but extend your hands. Like, extend your hands through the podcast. I need her to feel all of your your positive prayers and you know. So you were saying you really hadn't thought about with you, black queer. The black no, queer I felt like if I could check at least one of those boxes, then I'll be fine. And I, the box that I was most concerned about was the black box because I also felt like. I'm being serious because I also felt like if I only checked the queer box, then that means what I would either have one friend, which was just a sati, or a whole bunch of white queer friends. And then I'd be like, now I, you know, yeah, like I love you guys, but I'd also want to associate with people who are not always trying to touch my hair or ask me questions about being black or assuming that you're less black because, you know, you're queer. I don't fucking know. But it always felt like they there were just wasn't, there, there was something missing. And so yeah. I always worried and, about checking the black box. But then with the black box, I felt like when, if you're not queer, if, then, or not, if you're not queer, like it was just, yeah, if you're not queer, there was no understanding of what being queer is. Yeah, especially if there was no acceptance. Now, luckily, my friends all love me, and not just me, but um, love the community as well. It's not like, well, I grew up this way, so I only love you because I know you. But fuck the mother niggas, like there. It's not like that. It was like, <laughs> no, you know, we and, love you and the community. Yeah, and for me, because I'm a bit of a loner, I have very few uh, close people in my life, very few. And they run the gamut from an age and all of that. But they're all queer. Um, that's This is true, actually. I think... <coughs> yeah, I don't know how this is going to go, but... Just talk. Um, I think I have one straight friend. Uh, yeah. And um, the others are queer, but because I'm a bit of a loner, the work that I do in the world really serves to rejuvenate me too, which is why it's important for me to do work in service of black folks and do work in service of queer folks. Now, unfortunately, in black spaces, it's usually predominantly heteronormative, and the white spaces or the queer spaces that I'm in are predominantly white. So I have to kind of blend different communities together so I can kind of get my energy. But doing the work out in the world because I'm a loner and meeting other people who are like me really helps to rejuvenate me. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really, really important that we meet other people like us on the journey. You know what I mean? I think that's really, really critical for healing, for grounding, right? For stability, for rejuvenation. Yeah, absolutely. It's Because I feel like on top, maybe not on top of the world, but I feel, I feel really good. Yesterday made me feel connection. kind of on top of the world because, um, oh my God, I just realized I made that list of close friends and I did not include like Miley or Jasmine. No, we all understand. You have a lot of close friends. No, I don't have a lot of close no, no, friends. I, guess I feel like saying, each one right, suits what I'm saying, different, you know. What I'm saying is that folks understand if you didn't name them because you're off the top of your head. You were just trying to name people. I know, but, but we know who your close friends are. Like, you know Jasmine. She texts me and <laughs> be like, you. bitch, didn't you? She probably you still to be low. at my baby's birth and you blah, blah, blah. And you didn't but say. But it's all in love, though. 
Yeah. And Miley would have said the same thing without bitch. She would have been like, uh, I listened to the, you know. Yeah. I love them. Um, yeah. No, but I get what you're saying. Yesterday, I did feel like I was on top of the world, though. And especially when after we left Brown, like Shamian is the type of person where once the event is done, she'll be like, <laughs> all right, guys, I'm ready to go home. Yeah. And she she's not one of those people that will text you and be like, so are you ready to go? Literally, like at my parents' house today, she was at the door and was like, so remember what time it is, Lorraine? Like, she- well, there's a little, there was a little bit of lead up to that. I did try a couple of different tactics. I did say, you know, right, we just want to be mindful. And then the conversation continued and I said, oh, you know, if we're still going to go. And then... Yes. I went to the door. But my point that is was, sometimes people will try it. Like they'll text you or like tap you because they don't want to say it out loud where you'll be like, <laughs> so remember that um, we're ready to go. And I so say even, it like that. That's no, not but, true. but you get what I'm saying. Though. I do. So but it's, yeah. I was expecting you to be like, <laughs> you know, okay, we're about to go get these oysters and let's go. And and it was so nice because even you were so open to like, mm-hmm. oh, we're all going down there. And yeah. literally it was only Shamian and I, we were planning on going to get oysters after down the street and at Oxbow Market. Yep. And everybody went. But the most empowering part to me is walking through Napa. Because when you leave Brown Winery, you don't see any black folk. Mm-hmm. Like you're walking yeah, down true. the street and I didn't see any black folk, no, you no, know? I didn't. And so seeing this parade of <laughs> really black, black queer, queer couples, um, couples walking down the street were like yeah. literally a parade of us walking it down the really street and talking loud and being silly and just, you know, just having a good time. It was yeah. such black joy, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was empowering to me. Nice. And folks looking at us and us not really giving a damn and then going to sit and having oysters and food and wine, more wine and ciders and just being loud and being us. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I needed to, um, you know, in some settings you feel like, oh, I need to be quiet or I need to talk to you lower or I need to, you know, I like filter yourself. I don't, I didn't see anybody doing that. I felt like everybody People was just were, being genuine. Now, now and, think about this for a minute that there, as I've said a couple of times, I think it's important to say is that people who, who are in the majority when they leave their house, that's the way they can be all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we went to Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that. And people were like, cause that's the culture. That's what yeah. you do. People were like, Oh yeah. About the football game. Or, Whenever we've gone out and there's been a group of people and they're just like loud and having a good time, they're they're for some people that is their normal. It's not a special event. Right. Right. Because when they look around, they see other people that look like them, which is I think is it's hard to understand how meaningful it, it that experience was for us because we are not in the norm like that. Right. You know what I mean? And so we don't always get to have those kinds of experiences where we just feel like completely free to just be, you know, loud and, you know, full of, well, not, it's not free to be full of joy, but be in, be in situations where we're around other people that bring that kind of joy. That doesn't happen all the time. And so I think it's hard for people who may not have this perspective to understand their privilege. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. That's privilege. Uh, to have these moments all the time. It is. Every day. 
It is. And yeah. you know what's funny to me, though, is when um, I was thinking about it. <laughs> just cough, damn it. Just cough. Because <clears throat> you trying to hold we it back did. is even louder. Like, it's it's more distracting. We, we should just do a little. No. Okay. <laughs> just cough. Get it out. And you didn't even want to share your cup with me. It's cool. Um, it's interesting to me. Class and it's, your second. it's not my second. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Anyway. um, (laughs) You know what this is like? ASMR? Remember? Is that what it's called? ASMR? I I think something similar where they just, where they just stir on the mic like this and they're going, ooh. I think Cardi B likes that. She said she likes that. Like when they like Mm -hmm. touch, when they do like. Yeah. Yep. Like that kind of stuff. It's that, a lot of weird to me. Or the like, yeah. And people pay the money with my nails. People pay money. Maybe I should start doing. We that. accept donations. Maybe I should um, sit there. No, I'm just kidding. With my plus size um, sports bra and just like. Oh, you're talking about if you did like a webcam? Yeah, and like just not take anything off, but like click my nails or like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my chair is creaking at the same. I won't use a creaky chair, but oh, like, okay. yeah. And then I'll like you know do the whole, all people. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You're a pro. Or opening was I heard some people like the opening gum wrappers or something. Uh huh. Like, it's all of that, and people really there's a there's an audience for that. Okay, so this has been a very interesting. Or you talk low, right? Isn't that <clears throat> what it is? Yeah, you talk like this. This is the. Oh. This is how you talk, and you say thank you. Everybody your throat for, just. Um, thank you, everybody, for. Um, it for sounds sexual, though. You know, for some people, it is sexual. Really? Yeah, and they like the vibration. Like if people go, ooh, then the vibration. They like. How turn do you know so much about speakers? this? Speakers, because I watched it on Twitch. You watch people doing ASMR? Is yeah, AM- I think that it might be called something else. We have to look it up. But yes, I've watched it one time because I heard about it on the news. And I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. Oh, you didn't like it? is the woman saying, thank you, thank you, Bobby, for that $10 donation. Thank you so much. Thank you, Zini, for your comment. I really appreciate it. Mm. Are you serious? Yes. And people were just watching her do this? She had Wait, a, she, she, she had, had a cam and everything? Cam. Mm-hmm. How um, was she dressed? Uh, a little scantily clad. I mean, you could only see like from the chest up, but she had a little bit of cleavage, blonde, long hair. She had done her makeup, you know. Um, Maybe the mic, I should You could do. see the mic. This was and on Twitch? And then the chat, mm-hmm, chat was, was full of people talking, saying, you know, how they much they enjoyed it. For some people, the sensation they get, especially if they have headphones on, is really, really stimulating. But community, family, and authenticity. And the reason why I say that is because we talked about community. You and I are a family, and on the stream tonight, I mean, there's just, we've gone all over the place, right? From the noises, me coughing, I mean, this is the real deal, you know? And it's authentic. So you guys are now a part of our family. Yes, they've been the a black part of the family. queer and the dot 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 black queer pod. Yeah, 
Those ones are definitely a part. You know what's interesting? Meeting people who listen to the... I told you about this, who listen to the Mm -hmm. podcast. And there's sort of an instant rapport because they've been a part of kind of intimate conversations. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't realized the impact that might have on people until I meet folks in person. And it's like they feel... There's a... I I sense that there's a closeness, right? Uh, Because they've been listening to us. All two of you. What? All two of you who listen. Oh, all t- yes. Thank you to the two of you who listen. We really appreciate each and every one of you. <laughs> no, <laughs> there are quite too. a few. And so, I mean, no matter how many, we are we are really enjoying ourselves. Yeah. And so uh, we appreciate, I get what you're saying, those yeah. who do, you know, come up to us like, uh, and yeah. say, you know, no, like yes. we appreciate the fact that you're listening. Of course. But like that's... the input that we're getting, like the feedback and just them saying how the feed, some of the feedback I get is like, I appreciate the, the content that you're bringing, but also like, I feel like I'm getting to know you. Mm-hmm. And I love that because we're honestly just being ourselves. Yeah. You don't agree? I do agree. Because you were shaking your head at me. I was swallowing because I had some liquid. Oh, my bad. Liquid. Okay. All right. Well, you ready to give the... uh... Is there anything you want to say? No, this has been interesting. No, like any dedications or anything? I think I dedicate this to um, community, right, and the importance of connecting, getting plugged in with your folks. And I dedicate this to authenticity. Like, there's something I really, really value mm-hmm. about just being all of who you are, like, in every setting. And that's really, really challenging. I mean, yeah. of course, I had to grow into that. But as someone who's about to be 40 next Sunday, yeah. I can honestly say that. Woo, October 13th, send your love to Shemian. <laughs> hey, send your love to Shemian. Hey. I can honestly say that. I am who I am and all of my awkwardness and all of that. And I think there's something really powerful about authenticity. And the reason why I mention it in this, after this recording is because there's been so much that has happened in this recording that hasn't happened in any of the other recordings. Like just all the noises and the things we're hearing in our mics and the coughing, but it is us. This is who we are, folks. You know what I mean? We're bringing you the real deal. And I still think there's something, there's a gem in that. Yeah. So uh, cheers to community and authenticity. And I will say this. I hate to like go back, but it reminds me of the conversation you were having with my mom today, which I appreciated. Um, And my mom's a part of part of the community, right? Because she's black. She is Um, black. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Last time I checked. Um, And so me coming out of the bathroom and hearing you explain to her, you know, kind of why community is important. I know that's oh, not the question she LGBTQ, asked. LGBTQ, yeah. folks of color, But youth especially of color. the youth. Yes. And that's kind of part of it. Like you explaining to her why it is important, especially in the black community. Mm-hmm. Because LGBTQ youth, black youth yeah. are not being embraced mm-hmm. um, in the black community like they should be. Which is why yeah. they either stay in the closet or, or commit suicide or... Um, 
become suffer from higher rates of anxiety and stress and, and depression, depression and abuse. Right. Bullied on campuses. Absolutely. Right? It's a lot. And so I loved hearing that conversation because here's a a black person who's older. My mom this month is turning 72 and she wants to have that conversation. She does. She asked me so many questions and she's genuinely interested, you know, genuine. I I, love you, mama. When she asks me questions, this is my My mom is asking. Yeah. Go ahead. This is my jam. So I get, I light up and she just listens and listens and listens. And she says, you know, so let me ask you this, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just, I cannot express how excited it makes me feel for someone who's just trying to learn you know right sometimes it's and all of it that takes, generation of that generation sometimes all it takes is to ask the questions like oh my gosh i was i i really wish that other people would have that kind of i don't know tug or, or courage i don't know what the word is but your mom is so forthright and saying you know i don't quite get this so let me ask questions right you know, and, and also to see takes. her face when you're talking about the amount of kids who get bullied or, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thrown away from by their families or yes. commit suicide, like genuine compassion. Right. And empathy. And because we care about our kids. Like, yeah. That's something that humanity has in common for the most part. Right. Is that we care about our youth. And sometimes people don't know that certain populations are more more marginalized than others. And they're human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're human beings at the end of the day. So I um, loved that because I feel like she's trying to understand not who just who we are, but um why we do what we do in the community yeah. and um understanding the community more. Right. And it's because of love. You yeah, know what it'd I mean? It's great to have your mom on this one time. Oh Lord, she would probably it she she would give you some good content. I'll just say that. It wouldn't be no 30 minute show. It would not be no 30 minute well, show. Well, no one we've interviewed. It's not been 30 maybe edit it down to 30 minutes, but there's not been one 30 minute. We would have to split it into like three. And then she'll pray us out. And she'll give you a That'll good be another prayer. 15 minutes. Right. She give that long prayer. <laughs> she does. Yeah. But it's always heartfelt. So I that's that that yeah. was it made me feel good to come out to that. Um and it makes me feel good to be who I am and to be asked those questions. I mean, I just I really can't explain to anyone what it feels like for someone to see me and say, I want to know more. Mm-hmm. You know, because so in in some of the circles that I roam and I'm being very general on a purpose. People are so uncomfortable, they don't want to ask, right? So they'll ask the initial question, but they don't want to hear anything more. Your mom probes, Mm -hmm. and she's like, that thing right there, tell me more about it. And so it makes me come alive. Literally, I'm coming alive because she sees me. Is there a difference between that and like, (coughs) go ahead, let it out. (coughs) One more. You got one more. You oh you put that, that too in the one more. <laughs> Is there a difference between that and you know how sometimes you and I have talked about this before where we're like we're tired of people asking us fucking questions like we're tired mm-hmm. of being having to answer all yes. the questions for everything. Yes. What's the difference? The difference is like sometimes people ask me questions from that are way outside of the community, right? And they're like, "Tell me about that black thing," right? I'm not interested in that i'm like get a book 
do your own research, get Becky, as I've been saying a lot recently. But there's something different about someone who has, who's clearly committed to the community, right? right? Who cares about her folks, right? Who has done tremendous amount of work saying, you know what? I can, I can go even further. She's a part of the community and not the LGBTQ community, but she's a part of the African-American community that really genuinely cares. I, I, I don't know how to explain it because even after, as I'm talking, besides getting tongue-tied, but I realize that th- there has to be something more that makes it distinct because there are people outside of the community that are also really genuine, right? Mm-hmm. Who are asking these questions, and so but some people I think ask it maybe it's the genuinity. I think it's it has to do with genuinity and relationship. Like I word? know her. Genuinity, genuineness, genuine being genuine. I get what you're saying. I yeah, just wasn't I don't know. Sure if it was a word. I don't know. Genuinity, genuinity. I think is a word. Anyway, it might be. I've never heard it. Folks but know I got what, I'm what you were about. saying. Yeah, authenticity. I get I what you're that's saying. The difference. That's why I was asking because sometimes I hear certain questions where I'm like, "Oh my god, no, I don't want to. No, yeah. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't want to be a part. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, go ask somebody else, or go ask. You know, if it has to do with being queer, I feel like go ask a non-queer person who is an ally who can right. educate you. If it has to do with being black, go ask a woke white person who will educate you. Right. I don't want to do it mm-hmm. because I feel like people target us. Like yes, as, to be the spokes yeah, people. I yes. want to be the fucking spokesperson all the so time. So I think it has to do with relationship. Because okay. sometimes, I don't know, this is a good question, but I think it's the feeling I get. It's a difference between someone saying, Teach us this, mm-hmm. right? Because you're the person to do it. Okay. I don't know you, but okay. I know you black. Right. I know you're queer, so you must have the answers. That's different to me than someone who says, you know, I've really gotten to know you as a person. Mm-hmm. I know I might be struggling with this, but because of our relationship, I feel comfortable enough to start asking you more questions because I feel like you know more about this. To me, the relationship piece makes a difference, I think. Well, but I don't had know. More personal rela- I don't know or, for not sure. relationships, but you've had more personal conversations with my mom about queerness yes. than I have because she seems so comfortable asking you questions, but the questions I've heard her ask you, they seem very, um, what's the word I was looking for? Like today when she was asking about the bullying, it's more like on a compassion level. Like yeah, she really concerned. wants to know. It's not like, so if that, person's wearing a dress what's underneath <laughs> their clothes it's not like that it's not oh like that gosh. rude yeah, ass shit where it's I like so is it a man in a dress I, that kind of shit is so ignorant and ridiculous to me but it yeah. seems more like a heart <laughs> thing like i want to understand you know what, what these they kids are is feeling or what they're suicide? facing yeah. yeah like when do they feel comfortable coming out? It's, yeah, I heard it's, her it's ask from that. A different place. I felt I don't know if she was like talking to me, but I don't. It was interesting because I was like, "Why is she asking these questions?" Because she was asking about like when people feel comfortable coming out, or yeah, you know. And you were like, I, "You know, some don't ever come out, and some." Yeah, it was an interesting conversation. Yeah, it was. I thought it was, it was good, great. but I love that she feels comfortable enough to ask you these questions. I feel blessed to 
have that kind of relationship with your mom. She she cannot know how much she blesses me. She can't know that. She love you. And I love her. Every time we <laughs> hug, she says, I love you. I know. And at the beginning, you were like, thank you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> because it had to be genuine. I was still getting to know her. But even with getting to know you, she's, she genuinely loved you because yeah. she, she saw me. how... Yeah. Yes, she she could how, see but you, she but she also saw saw how much you loved me. Yes, which was important to her and Jasmine, mm-hmm. which was doubly important to her. because yep. you can't take one of us without the other. Yep. Don't leave the grandbaby. They would have whooped your ass. This is true. So this is true. Anyway, you did your dedication, and then I went back because I just really you know wanted to yeah, kind of hit that <laughs> part. Ow! You made me hit the mic. Anyway, um, what? Go ahead, Mary. What'd you say? Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know what you said. It better not have been Joe. Joe no, because we just talked great things about my mom. I said drama. Oh, drama. Yeah. Why are you shaking your head at me? No, actually, I'm fading. <sighs> Anyway, you did a dedication. I can't remember what it was for. <laughs> it's about community. Oh, that's right. Family that's community. and authenticity. So I want to dedicate this episode. Um, I want to dedicate it to my personal crew. Um, some of them are not queer, so my personal crew already kind of named them under my breath. If you are a part of like my, my close crew, you know who you are. And I, I wanted the reason I want to dedicate it to them is because these are people who have known me either all of my life, most of my life, or um, like most recently. And only like one of them has known me, has gotten to know me most recently. And that is because I have this strict like not no new friends, but like it's hard for me to make friends as adults. And once I do, if you're an if I've met you in adulthood, you usually or generally won't be a good friend. It'll be like, you know, you know, we're friends, but we're not. You don't know everything about me. And so my crew that knows everything about me, I want to dedicate this to them because they have been. Um, themselves the entire time that I've known them and they have been my community um and it wasn't like and they supported me because I feel like if you're my friend you're you should be supporting me anyway whether I'm queer or straight so it had nothing to do with that it was just they love me and I love them but I also want to dedicate it to the ladies um that we really got to know yesterday Mm -hmm. and I am pretty sure no not I'm pretty sure I am 100% 100% sure, because I keep saying ladies, they do all identify as she, her, and hers, and some um, additionally, they, them, and theirs. And so I want to just give them a shout out and dedicate this to them as well, because I really enjoyed the time we spent together and just getting to know one another and just being reminded how important community is and to Shamian who is sleeping in her chair 
I'm not asleep. Her chair so. right now. So, are we good? Amen. Yes. You said amen. <laughs> no, it's a good dedication. No, you were like amen. No, amen to that, to that dedication. Amen and ashe and ashe and amen and love you guys. Yes. Have a good night. Good night, chum. Bye.